On the Sale Control Podcast, we look into the latest tech news and businesses, looking for any unique insights or unmet opportunities. This episode was recorded on December 12th, 2021. Our topics for today, Apple versus Epic and EV market. All right, Johnny, time for another episode of Tech to Take. So, Johnny, in this week's news, in the ongoing Epic, Epic versus Apple lawsuit, an appeals court has ruled and placed a stay on the enforcement of the lower injunction court, stating that Apple had to allow the ability for developers to allow redirects to external payment methods. All this happens when Epic's developer account still has not been reinstated by the Apple App Store. So, Johnny, with all this news, we have to ask once again, in the lawsuit of Epic versus Apple, who's winning? Apple? Epic? Other developers? uh, The the Yankees? Who's winning, Johnny? In this case, Apple. Apple is currently winning, right? This was the one thing that they lost in that original uh, ruling back in September, right? Which was that they, 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 they're... Uh, to recap, Apple, uh, it was found that Apple hadn't violated any antitrust law by kicking Fortnite out off of the App Store. And it didn't have to reinstate Epic's developer account. But Apple, Apple has to allow third-party payments within 90 days, which was December 9th, as of three days ago. And uh, they actually were rejected uh, when they asked for a stay on this uh, in the beginning of November. And now they've been granted this stay. While uh, you know they they appealed and Epic has appealed, so while that those appeals goes through the the, the, Ninth the circuit lower courts, now. yeah, 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 so those those it's, and those take forever. Exactly, uh, yeah. So it's it's going to be months before anything happens. So this is to Apple's benefit. The one thing that they potentially lost from their perspective, which wasn't really that much of a loss, right, uh, is still now being delayed that they don't have to uh, enforce right. it. I hear you. I hear you. Um, Johnny, are you familiar you with thinking? who? Are you familiar with who the Teflon Don is? Apple, in this case, is the Teflon Don of getting out of anti-monopoly cases. So people have come after Apple for their app review. In fact, multiple people have come after Apple for their app review policies, for the thirty percent charge they give to apps. Which, by the by, in this overall court case, one of the judges said, "Yeah, the thirty percent has no basis in any reason whatsoever. It is an arbitrary number." They've come after for now anti-redirect. They've come after them for just about everything, oh, creating a closed garden, switching costs, and Apple has just like Teflon had all of these things brush off of it. But Johnny, all that being said, I don't think that this is a unmitigated win for Apple because, Johnny, this extends out the court case. A win for Apple would have either been they have to enforce the policies or it completely gets stricken down. Right now, if they have to go to the ninth court of appeals, it's going to take longer and longer and longer and longer. It's going to be at least a year for them to read it. And in all this time, we have Microsoft and NVIDIA waiting in the wings this entire time, reading their own cases. And we'll see if the Teflon Don stays nonstick for much longer. It's funny you mentioned that Microsoft is uh, call preparing a lawsuit. Recent documents have ins- were actually showing that Microsoft was willing to go, go along with Apple's ruling. 
with mm-hmm. Apple's r- rules so that they could compromise and get their uh, streaming gaming available mm-hmm. and bring some Xbox exclusives to Apple's iOS. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, you know, the left hand doesn't talk to the right hand. And like uh, you just got- as you... Work for peace, like, you also sure, work for war. Sure, you exactly. You work towards, yeah. I believe it was uh, Barbarossa. It's peace, uh-huh. or yes. what's it called? Diplomacy is best delivered at the point of a lance. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, in- interesting. Yes, I know in generally, though, these companies are not happy to be having to do this, right? Uh, I think it was Netflix. And Netflix is another example that is, well, now it's official that they are getting into the, the gaming space. And they were actually planning on breaking up and having each of their games be separate entities on the iOS uh, app store. So you see all these companies doing this very frivolous, very painful approach just because this is what Apple wants. Um, but yeah, I mean, just to the, the other thought I had in mind was, is this kind of an example of like death by a thousand paper cuts? What happens after you use that pan enough to that nonstick? Where's out? Exactly. I exactly. I usually switch to other pens before I wear out any of my pens. So. Exactly. And people would love to switch to other app stores. That brings me to my next point uh-huh. here, which is, uh-huh. do you know who surely loses in all this? And that's the consumer, right? We have Microsoft and uh, NVIDIA saying, okay, well, we have to make web apps. We have, as you mentioned, uh, Netflix now. Which are inferior. To, yes, which are inferior. Which are inferior, inferior web yeah. apps. Yes. The people who get hurt the most while these billion and trillion dollar companies duel it out in the courts of a uh, of a uh, you know multi-trillion dollar country is just the consumers there who just want to whatever Fortnite does build forts while shooting people. But Michael, this was the literal response from the spokesman for 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 the spokesperson for Apple. Our concern is that these changes would have created new privacy and security risks and disrupted the user experience sure customers love about the App Store. This customers always remain scan. number one uh-huh. in Apple's thoughts. This is why Apple can scan every single one of your photos without your permission. All right, Johnny. So that's Apple versus Epic. What's our next topic for today? All right. Well, Michael, this week, uh, Ford has said that they're going to triple the production capacity of their all-electric Mustang Mach-E by 2023. So governments and and the, the auto industry as a whole are racing towards a uh, zero-emission vehicles future, right? Cities, states, provinces, countries, uh, regions, the EU, are debating and introducing stricter emission policies. So this is another play and becoming ready for the future, you know, 2030, 2040, 2050. There's different countries have set different targets. So, Michael, there's many uh, players in this game, and every year brings new new ones, especially from China. So the question is, who will be the major electric car manufacturer in the near future? Is it still Tesla's for the taking? Mm-hmm. So, Johnny, good question. I I like the saying... You want to give people the roses while they're still around to smell it, which is a lead-in to say that I don't think Tesla is going to be the lead, but what? I will award but, and I will you, compliment but, Tesla. I will compliment you can, Tesla. You can pick up your muddle I will star Tesla while yes, you're alive. Sure. I will compliment Tesla uh-huh. in a few areas where it has quite a strategic advantage. One. 
Tesla's ramping up its battery manufacturing, which I believe will still make it a viable and leading company in the overall EV slash energy storage space into years forward, if you know Elon Musk's grand vision is to be realized. Two, their supercharger network is a great advantage. And while we're talking about walled gardens in the past of Apple, only Teslas can use superchargers. And unlike an app store, which is digital space, a physical space of a parking lot with a supercharger, it, it, there's only so many of those. And they cost stops. hundreds of millions of dollars to build. Exactly. They're not, exactly. They're not cheap. So those are great advantages, head starts that Tesla has and why Tesla has been so successful. But, of course, there's always a but uh. that comes with these. If we want to look at who will lead the EV space in the future, got to look at two other factors that Tesla does not have right now. One is just the ability to manufacture consistently at a high rate. And two, which is underrated, is the ability to have broad coverage over a wide selection of needs and vehicles. Now, Johnny, that's not just my sedan, my sports car, my SUV, my minivan. No, no, that's all on the consumer side. I'm talking about work vehicles as well. You know, the Ford F-150 is one of the highest selling cars year after year after year after year after year. And it is, in fact, Ford that I am predicting will be the leader in the EV space. Why? They have on the consumer side, the Mustang Mach-E, as you were mentioning it, their SUV crossover hatchback, whatever the heck Mustang legacy is on that particular, on the consumer side, and they're continuing to build out that space. While on the flip, they released the Ford F-150 Lightning. And all Tesla has to compete against that is the Mars Rover-looking Cybertruck, which let's be honest, Johnny, no one is going to adopt the Cybertruck at scale. So if you want to be a leader, what? you can't just look at the consumer. No one's going to, no work sites are not going to adopt that thing at scale. It's far too hard to replace the parts on that. That it's yes, one wheel it's far too, yeah, yeah, it's far too hard to replace the windshield wiper that's like six feet long. That's un impractical. So... If we're looking at who's going to lead, we can't just look at one market, that being the family, being the consumer cars. We have to look at the broad automobile market. And I believe Ford is well-positioned to take the lead in that market. I actually agree with you. All right. All right. All right. My, my case was so convincing. So convincing. Well, no, I, I did some that research. Henry so. Ford. Henry Ford's legacy. You can have whatever car you want as long as it's in black. Exactly. It's whatever color you, you want of car as long as it's in black. Yes. Or considering the paint scales back then really, really dark gray. Yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, here's the thing. First off, uh, you know, starting with Tesla. One thing that, you know, as I was going through the research of looking like, you know, Rivian recently had an explosive IPO. Uh, you can put it in order for a car, uh, for a truck, but I don't know Beautiful when you're truck. actually going to ever get it. Beautiful yeah, truck. Yeah, that's a good Practical point. truck. Beautiful truck. But very, very don't nice. know when you're going to get off, it. Off-roading beast as well. But yeah, who knows? Yeah. But um, you got Lucid Motors. You got Neo. You got X-Pain. Uh, Fisker. We got Nicola. Hummer coming back, Johnny, with GM. Yes. Hummer. So these are all the new guys. But, Michael, you also have, as you were mentioning, Ford, but you also have Porsche. I actually just saw 
a what they was uh, Mission E or Taycan mm-hmm. uh, recently. Very nice mm-hmm. in the streets of Waterloo. Yeah, right, right. In um, Johnny's driveway. <laughs> he just recently saw it. He walked out the door. More successful like, yep, friends stopped by. Still there. Uh-huh. There we go. There. <laughs> BMW has had the i-Series. Mercedes-Benz has their EQ series. Uh, Nissan, if you go, at least we forget the Nissan Leaf, the first one. Yes, but Nissan also announced that they're going to invest seventeen point six billion dollars over the next five years to ramp up their electric vehicle offerings. Um, if you go to Bentley, they'll say there's an electric Bentley is coming. So the point is, even the legacy manufacturers are coming into this space. So bringing it back to Tesla, Elon Musk has been public about this, at least in the past he's, he said this. The whole purpose of Tesla was really to prove out this market, right? Um, and it has done that. Just to, I would summarize that Tesla is already successful. That sounds like a significant that. hedging of bets. <laughs> We're not here to win. We're here to participate. Well... You know, his real goal is to go to Mars, so he's his heart's in SpaceX. Tesla's not going to get him to Mars. He knows that. But Tesla is an ecosystem, right? Remember, they have their solar. They have their battery. The battery at home, not just the battery that they're producing for their cars. Mm-hmm. The power uh, As well as their, yep. their... Yes. And then they have their cars, of course, and then the supercharger. But they were forced by the EU to make sure that their... Uh, I think their charging units are compatible with the others that EU actually has a certain standard where the US doesn't. But... Something as I was researching is the charging strategy is interesting. NIO, the Chinese, what they call the Chinese Tesla, its charging strategy is to use swappable battery modules and it's investing heavily in these swapping stations, right? And the second generation of these stations can swap a battery in about three minutes. And currently they have 370 in China. They plan to have 4,000 globally by the end of 2025. Takes about three minutes to fill up a tank of gas. There you go. Exactly. So now the cost, the, 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 the range anxiety that's been associated with electric cars, well, one, that's also going away across the board. But I think it's interesting to, if you look at the charging strategy of these companies, some will be more successful because it just doesn't make sense to go park and have to charge it and wait like 40 minutes, 45, you know, an hour to charge your car so you can get going on your long-term, uh, long trip. Tesla has in fact made the standards that now will allow all of these other industry players to come in and go with that playbook. And remember, even the Porsche Taycan, right? Uh, the whole purpose of it isn't necessarily to even compete with Tesla. The whole purpose of it is, hey, someone's going to buy a Porsche because that's what they are. They love to drive Porsches. And we are now giving them an electric option. And that's it. That's all these companies have to start doing. And people are just going to say, hey, here's the car I really like. I love an Audi, but I just want the electric version of it. And they'll get Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge advantage that these companies have. And they manufacture millions of cars compared to, uh, what is it that uh, Tesla shipped recently? 500,000? Yeah. They're just not not that many. Not that many. All right. So before we go, Johnny, a quick check on our portfolio. So Johnny, this week I was up modestly about 1.65 percent so my largest movers were alibaba was up 11 percent after dropping much more last week uh, shopify was up slightly at four percent and tesla speaking of the company we were just talking about was up very very slightly at 0.16 percent as well however for companies that are down square continues to slide pfizer continues to slide and also this week unity software after 
great peaks over the past couple of months has dropped 5% as well. What about yourself, Johnny? I'm probably up about 2% just looking at my overall number. Uh, but yeah, uh, Square is not moving. I think it was like at 170 something last week. Now it's a 181. Uh, Unity seems to continue to be sliding. I think Etsy went up a bit. Snow, Snowflake. Snowflake has gone up a bit. Um, Facebook just continues to disappoint. I think I bought, bought in at like 365. It's at 329. Michael, I'm going to take your approach and start. Wait, how's your ruthless strategy got paying off? I guess it is starting to pay off a little bit. It is starting to pay off. I was You're up not doing you any trades down. this week. I was up where you were down while I sold out most everything last week. Okay, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the market continues to go up and down, yep. uh, as it always does. Yes, we shall see. We shall see. We've got another six, seven months of this. All right. And with that, you've been listening to another episode of the Silicon Trail podcast. Have a wonderful week and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening.